and we got the subs to come in, and we told them what to do. And some of those subs that used to work for that other guy, they told us, man, that guy ripped you guys off. Uh, we would tell him that job was $500, and he would charge you 1500 Oh, for dang. It. So, Whoa. yeah, yeah, man, yeah, it was it was something. But it was, it was always stuff like that, that over time, we found out, you know, you're not going to fool us again. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Thrive. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that, that never gets old, that never gets old. <laughs> Oh, today, today is episode 40, the big 4-0, man. 4-0, man. 4-0. over the hill now. Yeah, 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 it's past middle age. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see if we can make it through an episode, huh? Yeah, we got Today, a... we have a special guest. Romy Rome! No. Uh, <laughs> can I say it? Can I say it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and say Jerome it. Jerome in the house. <laughs> Jerome in the house. I bet you never get that, Jerome. I get it all the time. <laughs> I really do. You know, it's strangely enough, uh, my family, my uh, friends, people at the job, that Romy Rome is the exact opposite <laughs> of me. The opposite of you. I, exact opposite. Exact opposite. So my <laughs> friends relish in calling me that. Romy Rome, in the house, in the house. <laughs> they just go crazy over it. So, uh, uh Strangely enough, one of my buddies is uh, who always calls me that as soon as he sees me in the morning at, at work. He calls me all the time. Anyway, that guy's retiring uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, he'll be leaving now. But, yeah, that's how it is. No problem. When you said it a couple of weeks ago in the podcast, I was hollering. Yeah, very, very, very good rendition. That's, yeah. what we, that's what we bring to the table, Jerome. So, Jerome Charles. Jerome Charles, yeah. he's actually a see. See, this is what happens when you call up, leave us messages. Jerome's a fan. <laughs> he does Airbnb. He called up. Now he's on the show, and he's going to get free publicity from us all over Live Let Thrive of his Airbnb, the see? LLT universe. Yes, sir. Now, uh, Jerome, right. go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, about your Airbnb, um, how you got started into Airbnb. Uh, well, first thing, uh, folks, see dreams do come true. I'm on the air now, so you, you guys <laughs> keep hopes alive. Uh, uh, we, uh, my wife and I bought our first and only uh, rental property uh, in April of 2016, and uh, it's a triplex, and it was a pit, a hobble. And uh, we borrowed a bunch of money from our retirement plan and purchased the house and probably took the next three or four months uh, gutting one of the apartments totally out and the other two apartments just kind of fixing them up a little bit. They were already occupied, so we didn't have to do much to them. Uh, But that one apartment, uh, we gutted that thing out entirely and put it all back together and rented that out. We were just going to do long-term renting. And uh, the two people that were already in in the building, they eventually ended up moving out. And we redid the apartment upstairs and made that pretty nice. And then the our longest tenant, uh, Chris, who was in there for about a year, 
he moved out. And when he moved out, my wife and I went in and fixed it up real nice. And she, I mentioned the Airbnb thing to her over and over again for the past year. And she was like, nah, you know, let's not, let's not do it. But if Chris moves out, he's got the smallest apartment. Let's go ahead and make his. But think about it. When Chris moved out, I pressed the issue. And she was like, okay, let's go ahead and do it. And uh, we had actually initially started to, we thought we were going to go ahead and just rent it out on a long-term basis, but we were doing the Chris. But what happened was the apartment shaped up so nice. It, I mean, it's beautiful. By the time we finished it, she was like, yeah, let's do the Airbnb thing. And then we took another couple of months to get the furniture in and all of that. And we posted it uh, one day uh, that evening. We got a hit. A fellow wanted to stay for uh, six weeks. Uh, him and his girlfriend from Romania uh, stayed for like six days, not six weeks, six days. And then the very next day after he booked, we got a guy that booked for a whole month. So it just, it just took off from there. It took off. It was, And he paid. He got a deal, but he still paid a lot more than what we were getting monthly. So uh, it just started to roll. We've had 16 guests so far uh, since July 25th of 2017. Wow. Wow, man. You're moving, Rome. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, so, mm-hmm. question. I had some guests from Romania that stayed as well. Um, were they here part of some sort of, like, tour thing? Like a tour thing? or I forgot what uh, it was. You know what? I, I, I don't know because I didn't get to the, – the guy was from uh, Greensboro, which is uh, – large city not too far from winston-salem and his girlfriend was foreign and she came in and they we never actually got to meet them uh they they were in the place we text them back and forth uh, uh through the airbnb app and he pretty much made it clear he just wanted to be left alone so nice. we never really got a chance to talk too much to him besides through the the messaging uh my app. favorite kind That's of guest pretty much that. I know that's and and the ones that you no know, we we've had a chance to meet some guests that uh, a few that really wanted to chat but but we weren't able to you know we were working or whatever we were doing so we weren't able to and then some guests we just liked so much we and we took them out to dinner nice I mean they were just great they were great guests and we would love to have them back that's awesome that's that's how Micah yeah. Micah does it he, they fall in love with their guests man. Yeah, yeah, they love us. They love us. <laughs> Most of them, anyways. <laughs> yes, sir. The ones I get to meet always love me. So I'm fascinated you about go. about you gutting out a house. I mean, did y'all have any prior knowledge of how to do something like that, or y'all just watch HGTV and just hit it? You know, we. Uh, I am a huge fan of HGTV. My, I love my it. wife is is not. Yeah, I just love it. Uh, <laughs> I'm addicted. I, I I I know I know because it's it's it's. Every, not every show in there, but the shows that really get me are that that flipper flop show with um, Tarek and Christina. Yeah, that show. Then there's a bunch after that, which I, I don't really watch those too much. But that original one was really good, and a show called Income Property. Have you ever heard of that on HGTV? Income Property. Uh, I, yes, I, I guess I haven't heard that one. I met that Christina show, by the way. No, no, for real? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I met her. Get out. You know, I don't want to digress, but yeah, you met her live? Where were you at? Where'd you meet her? What was that? Where'd you meet her? Where, where, oh, where um, did you meet her at? I went to a real estate. I got a lot of like those real estate meetings 
I met her, Pitbull, Tony Robbins. Yeah, she was there. Wow. It was an expo, a huge expo in Dallas. Yeah. So Did now he's. Did you take a picture? You get a picture with her? No, no. I need to start taking more pictures with people. I meet people, I meet a lot of people, and I just don't take pictures. I think it was like a cardboard cutout you met of her, right? <laughs> <laughs> Still, not yeah. bad, not bad. <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, well, she's really interesting. And, and I, I didn't mean to sidetrack with that, but uh, that income property show in particular, that guy, he in, in some place like Toronto or something, and what he does is he uh, finds people find him or he finds people that want to take a, a like a basement or an addition that they have on their house and make it into like a, a not a if this is way before Airbnb but or before pe- most people heard about it but uh, like an apartment in your basement or something to help you pay your mortgage and, or whatever you wanted to do with the money and anyway this guy he would go in and he would. Uh, Scott McGilbray or something like that. He would go in and he would, uh, him and his crew, and, you know, the people would, of course, be paying him. He'd go in and he'd renovate that entire place, and when he finished, that place was to die for. I mean, it was just, you could tell by me, people had different budgets. Some people's places were nicer than others, but they were all, and and after he finished everything, he would furnish it, and they would go in and have a photographer come in and take pictures and, all of that, and once they finished that, he'd say, "All right, let's get this thing uh, online, and, and you know, let's get it rented." And, and they would almost always, at the end, say that uh, uh, Mike and Mahogany rented their place for twelve hundred and fifty dollars a month because that's what the, they you know they'd have a real estate agent go through, and the real estate agent would say, "Yeah, you can get twelve fifty for this," and those people would basically get that amount of money, or sometimes even higher. So I, I was talking to my wife, and I said, "Baby, we need to do this. Let's do it." <laughs> and she was like, I'm not, "We don't. Number one, we don't have a basement." But she was like, "We can't. We're just not going to do that. It's not going to happen." So when we ended up buying the rental property, I had a lot of the stuff from Christina and Tara, and then that guy from Income Property. I had that in my mind. That's what I wanted to do. We asked around to some friends and our neighbors and some guys that are in construction. And because we don't know how to do any of that stuff, we have ideals, but we have vision, but we don't know how to actually, you know, I can fix the door now, I can do that kind of stuff, but I yeah. can't do anything more than that, and paint and all that. So uh, we got a guy, our next-door neighbor's great guy, he recommended two people. He said he had a uh, pastor friend of his who worked with uh, uh, guys that were recently out of prison, and it was like a work program, and he got those guys in there and taught him a skill, and then those guys went on, yeah, I guess, to you know, do whatever they needed to do. But he would get those guys in there, and they would fix the place up. And they were economical. But he said, if you want, like, a higher finish, something that's really nice, you want to go with his other guy, his other guy. So we went with the other guy. Man, that guy went up in there, and he, you know, we told him what we wanted and, and what we were looking for. And he was, uh, this is not going to turn out to be a good story, by the way. Uh, he goes in there, and he has a whole crew. That first day, he's in there. My wife and I bought the property April 1st, 2016. April 1st, 2016. April Fool's Day. Yeah, right right on. Yeah, (laughs) that day. And we drove out, and just, you know, just it was ours, you know. And uh, a few days later, we met him out there, and he rented the house, and, you know, it's a 
uh, and I'm, I'm going to go back to tell the story, uh, we had pressure on us to get the place done because what had happened was when we went to buy the house, the previous owners had a property manager, and the property manager said, I've been trying to rent out this apartment for six months, and I just don't know why it's not renting. And, man, my wife and I go in that place, and we could see the, the ceiling tiles were hanging down, uh, the kitchen was jacked, and the floor was messed up. I mean, it was just terrible. And I was like, I, I wouldn't let a dog live in here. So he <laughs> says, yeah, I mean, it was really, it was really it was that bad. And he says, I, can, I don't know why we can't rent it. So we tell, he calls us right before we, right after we bought the house, and he says, do you want me to keep looking to try to find somebody right before we bought it? You want me to keep looking? My wife and I spent six months. You haven't been able to rent it? Yeah, go ahead, keep trying to find somebody. Wouldn't you know, right before we bought the house, he calls and he says, guess what? I rented the apartment. Now, we had already had all the materials lined up to gut this apartment out and fix it all back up again. And uh, now we have people who were on lease who were coming in, so who had already signed and everything with the property with the property manager. So we kind of had to get the place done, and we had the contractor go in, and he had a whole crew in, and they uh, it was really bad. The electrical was messed up, the plumbing was messed up, including the and the, like I said, the ceiling and everything. So we ended up basically gutting the entire apartment: walls, ceilings, windows, uh, bath fixtures. Everything Went down the studs. Kitchen, all down to, exactly, thank you, down to the studs, everything. Now, the wood floor was pretty nice, but everything else had to go. And uh, we had contractors come in. They, you know, did the uh, ceiling, the drywall, uh, everything, uh, brand new, everything. Went to Lowe's, spent a, a boatload of money uh, getting cabinets and, and all of this stuff, uh, appliances, everything. When that apartment was finally finished, we, uh, uh, by the way, we got new windows for the entire house, 31 windows. We got a new roof. Um, Jeez. We ended up getting, yeah, we, yeah, we, we spent a, a fortune uh, trying to get that place together. And uh, now looking back, we would have done things differently because we're much smarter now than we were. Not, not smarter, but we learned a lot by dealing with that guy. And when we finished, I know we put out probably forty thousand. Wow! By the time we finished, yeah. By the time now, not like we not to brag, but we had the money, we had mm -hmm. cash to do this, so it was okay. But you know that none of that was credit; that was all cash. Wow! But still, you know that was a lot of dough to put out. And like I said, the apartment is really nice. It's it's. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, the young lady that's in it right now always says how it is. It's a nice apartment, but it's really, like, airtight because, like I said, all new walls, all new ceilings, windows, everything. So her heating bill, you know, we're in the middle of winter. Her heating bill was, like, $63 a month. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, for North Carolina, is really good. And she complains that it's too hot. It's 63 <laughs> degrees. It's too hot in there. Yeah, so she's like, yeah, Jerome, this place is, you know, she just loves it. So uh, the second apartment, the one upstairs, the fellow was complaining. He had been in there before we bought the house, and he was complaining about um, his electrical. His electrical uh, kept going out. This By this time, it was summertime, and uh, it just kept going out. Had the electrician in there, and he was like, Jerome, he's, this guy had fuses. Uh, so the, the old owners still had a fuse box 
up there somewhere. So uh, that guy basically ended up leaving out, and we didn't evict him or anything. But we just gave him his money back, gave him his security deposit back, and he moved out. And then we had uh, electricians, plumbers, and uh, guys that were on the first job in the first department. Those contractors, not the main guy that we that we met, that handled the entire work. We were basically the, the what's it called, the general contractor. And we got the subs to come in, and we told them what to do. And some of those subs that used to work for that other guy, they told us, man, that guy ripped you guys off. Uh, we would tell him that job was $500, and he would charge you 1500 Oh, for dang. It. So, Whoa. yeah, yeah, man, yeah, it was it was something. But it was, it was always stuff like that, that over time, we found out, you know, you're not going to fool us again. So, you know, we're going to make sure that we, you know, get bids and that we talk to people and that we are real particular about exactly what we want done, the way we want it done, and when we want it done. So, so the, the criminal there, crew was probably more honest than that guy, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> so. Probably so. Yeah, because it, um, it was, it was, it was a, a hell of a ride with that first department. But the second apartment, those guys went in there and they knocked that thing out. Uh, still minor contractor problems, sub problems like um, like it was like Fourth of July weekend, and the guy just decided he wanted to take a whole week off. Oh, so geez. I mean, you know, what am I going to do? You know, I'm okay. Take the whole week off. I'm going to take my family to like Great Wolf Lodge or something. He wanted to go to, so they did that. Came back, they knocked it all out, and it, it really only took three weeks. So we could only complain so much. We got all the electrical and uh, a lot of that plumbing was repaired up there. And then that apartment turned out to be pretty nice. And uh, that one, we got that rented out pretty quickly. And uh, strangely enough, here's a story. Uh, the guy that we rented the apartment to, and this, this is a story. Steve, you're a long-term guy, right? I, uh, yeah, I have a long-term term rental. Yes. Okay. Okay, there you go. Uh, we uh, uh, client screening, tenant screening is super, super important. Yeah. When you, I'm going to be all over the place today, by the way. Yeah. So that you see how I'm rambling here, and I'm sorry. <laughs> go but ahead, go. Yeah. That that thing is tenant screening is the best thing that you can ever do. Forget the the stuff of the contract I told you about. That's nothing compared to getting the wrong person in your apartment and you're just paying and paying and paying because this guy either won't pay or he's a, a jackass and he, he you know, <laughs> this mouthy or whatever's going on. And uh, I had, we had just been set up his apartment and it was nice. Uh, we uh, getting people to come in and look at it and, you know, they were kind of thinking about it or we give you a call back or they wouldn't call back and, and this went on for maybe two or three weeks. And I told my wife, I said, you know, you think $900 is too much for that apartment? She said, it's a two-bedroom. She says, yeah, I think I, she told me we should charge 825 But I said, this apartment is nice. You know, we should get 900 So I just wouldn't budge off the 900 We ended up getting a young man uh, who wanted the apartment basically like right now. And uh, he said he was in a, in a spot and he was renting a room from some guy and the guy's girlfriend came back, and when the girlfriend found out that he was gay, which is not a problem, but the guy found out that the girl found out that the uh, 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 guy who was renting the room was gay, 
see see threw all this threw all the stuff out on the on the sidewalk. Oh, no. So he got his stuff and yeah, and he, he stayed in like a hotel for a few days. And you don't want to know where I thought that story was going. <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, he got thrown out. All his stuff was thrown out. But it was probably happened. nice clothes too. I'm just saying. It, it was nice clothes and nice <laughs> shoes. Nice <laughs> shoes. So this guy, uh, we 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 uh, uh, we use uh, Michael. You use cozy, right? Use what? Oh yes, I love cozy. Cozy, there you go. Cozy, we use we use cozy, and cozy yep. does the you know they, they, uh-huh. I said yeah, I love cozy because that was my next question to you. What do you use to screen your tenants? Yeah, we use we use the cozy, the screen, and cozy collects the uh, rent. Yep. Also, so yeah, you don't have to do any of that stuff, and they pay the the tenant, the uh, prospective tenant, they pay the I guess like thirty nine dollars. Thirty nine ninety nine background check for the background check and yeah the background check and the credit check. So the stuff came back and this dude had uh, I, I I have a long list of questions that I ask people specifically before they even do the cozy thing just so that I can tell them that look if you've got a criminal record or anything like that I don't want you to waste your money because we're not going to take you in. So I ran through this list and he was just telling me all kinds of stuff when I was in college. Uh, uh, you know, I was in this dorm with four, four, uh, four other guys, and we all had our separate rooms. We had a common area, and uh, some guy stole something out of my room, and I busted up in his room and tried to find it. And then the cops came, and 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 it turns out that guy didn't take it at all, and I got arrested. And and he tells me all these stories, and then uh, I tell him, well, because you were up front with me, now that I know, okay, now go ahead and do the cozy thing. So he does it. His credit is like 442. Oh, wow. Yeah, his credit was really bad, and he explained that away, saying that he went to a car dealership and, and he ran his credit like 20 times or something. Which, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about that, but that's how he explained it away. And I think I was desperate to get somebody in there, and uh, I kept thinking Pacific Heights. Have you guys seen Pacific Heights, that movie with Michael Keaton? And it's like from the 80s or the 90s, probably before YouTube were born. And, and <laughs> it sounds familiar. Uh, Pacific Heights, it, watch it on Cody or whatever. Anyway, it, it's great. It's a, a Cody fan, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 a terrarium baby. That's, that's it. Simple, easy, fast. It's, it's the best. i got questions for you guys about that later. Okay. Uh, and anyway, that guy, uh, we, we let him in. Anyway, we let him in the apartment. He was fine for the first month. By the, this was August. By December, we had evicted his ass out of evicted <laughs> his butt out of there. Sorry, evicted him out of there because he had drove the tenants in the really mm. nice apartment that I mentioned earlier. He drove them insane. He'd be upstairs doing jumping jacks. He didn't like them for some reason. Uh, he's up there doing jumping jacks at four in the morning, <laughs> uh, uh, barricading the door uh, outside with my porch furniture. Uh, just all kinds of just insane stuff, and uh, and that's why all those things happened to him because getting that prison workout in. Did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's that's where I hope he is right now. That's Damn. Right now. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I hate to be bitter like that. But it, was, <laughs> it was. It was. It was rough. But uh, North Carolina, North of course, I county, North Carolina is really quick and efficient with evictions and. It wasn't even 30 days, and he was on the street. Oh, so, so you guys they, probably they, they, have some real anti-squatter laws there, huh? 
If you can evict you know somebody what, that I, quick. What was yeah, that? Yeah, 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 you you can, you can, but what he did was uh we we had the first uh my wife and I were in Philly and what had happened was we were in Philly visiting our, our, our family, our parents, mm. and I get an urgent call from the guy in the really nice apartment and he says, That guy upstairs is driving us crazy and he was trying to fight me and I had to leave the apartment. So him and his girlfriend, they leave the apartment. Uh, they have called the cops and everything. So when my wife and I get back to North Carolina, we drive right over to the house. And, you know, we're ready just to throw down. And we get to the house, and the dude is gone. And it turns out that while we were in Philly, the eviction notice came through for the young fellow upstairs. So he was hot. And that's why he went down there, because he figured this couple downstairs had snitched him out, which... Which kind of is, is the truth. It's not that they snitched them out, but look, it's my building. I want you to tell me if something's wrong wrong with it. And I've told all, everybody in there, if there's something wrong with the building or anything's not right, I want you to let me know. So they let me know. And after a while of him, him and I going back and forth for a while, uh, my wife and I were like, his ass is out of here. So we did everything <laughs> we needed to do. I, uh, I had a huge binder of pictures and... Uh, uh, all kinds of stuff that this guy had done, uh, littering, just throwing their cigarette butts all over the place, uh, on the porch, on the side of the house, mm. always had a reason to explain it away, uh, driving those other people insane. It was just crazy. Damn. Uh, went, went to court the first day, and the guy didn't show. So the judge was like, he didn't even need to see what was in the binder. He said, well, you obviously have evidence. I rule in favor of you guys because he didn't show. And as my wife and I are walking out of the courtroom, uh, walking out of the uh, building, uh, they have like those little security things like they do at the airports. And he is in line. Oh, I have to hurry up. Please let me through. My court date is coming up. I got to get in there. And he is just doing everything he can. And my wife and I, and I said, should we say something? Just right now. Just walk right out. <laughs> right out. Didn't say anything to him. And, uh, uh, we get a notice a couple of days later that he had appealed, and that dragged it out a little bit oh, longer. But, but wait, they just turned, turned out okay because when we showed up for the appeal hearing, the guy didn't show. <laughs> so yeah, he still didn't show. And the thing is, he had paid yet with you to the appeal in North Carolina. You have to pay your rent to the county, and then the county sends me a check. So they make sure that you know he's not just. Squatting, like you said, Mike, and he's not just staying there for free now. He's still got to pay his rent. If he doesn't pay his rent to the county by, I think it's within the like the first or first or second, two or three days before the rent is due. If he doesn't pay his rent, he's automatically out. So he has to nice. pay his rent to the county. So he had paid his rent to the county. He had paid the appeal fee and everything. And this dude, um, he didn't show. Come to find out. The young fellow and girlfriend downstairs had filed a restraining order against him. So now he had much bigger problems. So he had the guy had to get a lawyer, the guy's dad, the guy's dad got him a lawyer and uh, all kinds of stuff. And we don't know how it turned out, but we know that uh, that guy, and we ended up losing him. He was going, and he had, now he has eviction on his record. So if you ever do any of that background checking and all that other stuff, that stuff's really, really important, and uh, since then, everybody that's been in our building has had at least 650 credit 
no misdemeanors, uh, no felonies, and they have to pass that background check. And we tell all of them, if you don't pass that check or you know you're not going to pass that check, don't spend your $40 because we don't want to be... Uh, we don't want to be to tell you, look, we told you beforehand, you spent the money now, you're out. So yeah, we just, we're not going to take you. What, so a lot of times people call. Mm-hmm. What, what do you use for, to find out if they have evictions? Use Cozy as well? Yeah, I use Cozy. Okay. Yeah, it, it's, yeah I use Cozy, and, and what I'll do is I, and I do this with the Airbnb people also, is I, uh, as soon as I see their name, once they book, I see their name, I, I'll go ahead, if they don't have any reviews at all, I'll go in and I'll do a, um, just like a Google search. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, those people, it's the people, they'll show up. You know, uh, Micah from Arlington, Texas, you know. Or, is it Hurst? Where are you guys from again? Well, I, I have a house in Hurst. He, uh, currently, I live in Arlington, and so does Micah. He lives in Arlington. There you go. Okay, yeah, so yeah. if I search Mar- uh, Micah yeah, in Arlington, you pull up a big rap sheet you. if you search Mike. A huge <laughs> rap sheet. <laughs> wow, man, that's some crazy stories. You got, you got, um, you got pretty tired of written long term, didn't you? That's yeah. That's exactly what happened. Uh, so what we decided to do was we've got the two apartments, a really nice one, and then the one upstairs. Those are long term renters, and uh, the. Uh, other one with a young fellow, Chris, when he moved out, we, he has a small apartment, just a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, we rented, we put his house, his apartment, with our apartment, but we put that apartment up on Airbnb. And like I said, it took off pretty much right away. Uh, and like I said, we've only had 15 or 16 guests since uh, July, but we've had three people that stayed about a month. So in that six months or so, you know, pretty much three months of that have been long-term people. So we haven't been able to get a ton of reviews, but we do have 15 reviews, and they're all five-star. Nice. How many uh, How many units are in your building? Three. It's a triplex. The, the, the nice apartment is the one upstairs, and then the Airbnb unit. Okay, and then another question. I know a lot of fans want to hear this one. You said you pulled money out of your 401K to do this, right? Uh, yes. Okay, so what were some consequences for you when pulling money out of your 401k? Because like, it was a year ago, so have you already seen like the tax impl- implications or anything like that? No, no. actually what we did was we did our... Uh, my wife and I worked for the federal government. We worked for the uh, post office. So oh. we, have, uh, yeah, we have what's known as a thrift savings plan, and it's, it's like the government's uh, version of a 401k. And you're allowed to borrow uh, up to fifty thousand uh, dollars. You have to pay it back in five years if you borrow it for just any reason. You don't have to get proof or anything. You just say, "I need fifty thousand dollars," and they send it to you out of your account. You can do anything you want with that money. Uh, if you are buying a house, uh, you send them your uh, paperwork. You know your agreement. You know from the bank and everything, saying that you're buying a house and then you have 15 years to pay that back. You can pay it back in a year if you want to, but you have up to 15 years to pay it back. Oh, nice. So there were no tax consequences or anything. We just got the dough, uh, put it in the bank, uh, put our down, used that to do our down payment, and we had already saved a substantial amount anyway. Uh, we had been working on this thing for four or five years, uh, just 
saving money, uh, making sure our credit stays nice, and uh, just and reading and learning and watching Income Property and HGTV and just learning what we wanted, you know, reading books about how to do things. Put ship lap you know, on everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> if, yeah, if it's there, we're going to keep it, but if it's not there, we're not adding it. Okay. Uh, I, like, I love that Fixer Upper show. Uh, oh, dude, yeah. That's another one that I really like. Both of them are great. And that show, is it going off the year? I think that all. There's um, like uh, they're, different. They're, there's they're like different. five different Fixer Upper shows now. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Fixer Upper is the one in Waco. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the, the last season of that show. show. Yeah. Yeah, that's the last one with those people. And they're they're great. I love them. I hate to see them go. They'll probably do some kind of. They made Waco, though. Texas, a tourist attraction. That's pretty. That's bold right there. I know. Who would have thought, right? <laughs> Who would have thought? But that just tells you, you know, you got that popularity or you got that press, you can do a lot. That's why. Uh, the single Airbnb, you can do that thing practically anywhere. Because even if you don't have like a big industry or, or anything else going on, people who are coming to visit, they have family or there's some kind of tourist attraction, something's going on where they're going to come and they're going to visit and they're going to need a place to stay and maybe it'll be your place. And similarly, me and Micah are putting Arlington, Texas on the map in a big way. You, you know, yeah. uh, it's strange. You know what? I, you know, I am, I'll just say this now so that you know, I am an Eagles fan. And yeah, we know that. Cowboy fans. You know, I didn't even know that Cowboy Stadium was in Arlington until you, I heard you guys talk about it. I yep. just knew it was like hell. That's all I did. <laughs> but now I know that it's actually Arlington. That's what I. That's what I know. I, I'm sorry, I can't help it. Eagles, Eagles. <laughs> I got. Did you know that? You Don't know worry, that? man. My <laughs> prediction's 38-14, Patriots. No, man. Oh man. You know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll quickly yeah, talk about. Ahead. We'll yeah. talk about. We'll talk about some sports a little okay. bit. My a, a okay. funny. A funny thing is, and this is why. I hate the Patriots, and you know I'm not a big fan of the Eagles, but I'm gonna have to pull for the Eagles. My buddy at work, his um, his little brother uh, is um, Halapalivati Vaitai, and he he's a tackle for the Eagles. It sounds like you butchered oh, wow. his name. Yeah, I butchered yeah. his name. Yeah, that's so. My <laughs> okay, buddy at work, I, yeah, I out, yeah. his little okay. brother is uh, Vaitai is Vaitai. The, really? And he's kicking butt yeah. for the Eagles, man. He's shutting them down, man. Last yeah, week, man. he didn't allow any pressures. I was reading about it. That's By the right. way, DFW's right. own Jalen Mills does play for the Eagles as well. He is the guy that awesome. knocked the ball out of Julio Jones' hand. So you are awesome. getting some Texas help. <laughs> awesome. And, and he Nick, went to LSU. And, and Nick Foles is a Texas boy, so. Yeah. And he went to LSU. That's right. So we got to pull. We got to pull for the birds, I guess. Any help that we can get. And, you know, we we have Cowboy fans uh, at at the job. And, you know, they've been quiet as church mice since this whole thing has happened, you know. Uh, Even even when y'all beat us, what, the last game of the season or whatever, this game, it didn't even matter at all. (laughs) But even when y'all beat us, they were quiet as church mice, which is rare. You know, you don't see that with Dallas fans. They're never quiet, except when they lose. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but 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 you know what? I talked to them, and and all of them have said that uh, they're pulling for the Eagles because they're NFCs, and yeah, you know they want them to sense. they want them to bring it. And we're so, all sick of the Patriots yeah. by now. I I, I would I know, pull right? for the NFCs, but I, I like dominance. I'm a Lakers <laughs> fan, so go Brady, yeah. get your six one, man. 
No, no. Dude, that's for me. There's only one man that can beat Tom Brady. That's Nick Foles. His name's Eli Manning. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Every time yeah. Brady wins yeah, yeah, a Super Bowl, yeah, yeah. it's now to the point yeah. that it just makes Eli Manning look even better. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's segue to something, Tyrone. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Jerome. <laughs> Yes, sir. I was thinking Jerome in the house, and I just slipped. It's no problem. Slip. Anyways, okay, I got, I got, a, I got a pressing question for you. Uh oh. How the hell did you find Live Let Thrive out there in the interwebs? Oh, good question. Uh, shampoo and booze had uh, pretty much stopped doing whatever they were doing. They had stopped recording, and the shows got so sparse. I actually, out of desperation, just started searching uh, Airbnb podcasts. On my uh, podcaster, it's called a downcast or something, I think is what I have. And I searched that, and you guys popped up. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. You know, <laughs> I'm at the job, and I'm working, and I bring it up and download the uh, – I think I caught you guys at episode two. So okay. I listened to episode one, which was great. And then I thought, oh, these guys are funny. They know what they're talking about. And they're still learning. This is good. This is going to help me. And then every week, you guys have built and built and built. And now, I know it's only 40 shows, but you really are good. You really are. You're funny and you're knowledgeable. And uh, I don't mean to ramble. And that's, that's my problem. Steve, when I hear you tell your story, I tell you, when I hear you tell your story, I am cracking up. Because, you know, I'm like, where is he going with this? And then you bring it home. Bring Every home. time you bring it home. So I was yeah. like, okay, he may be all over the place with it, but then he brings it home. And my wife tells me I'm that way. You know, I'm just talking and talking and talking, and then boom, there it is. There's the answer to the question that only should have taken five words, <laughs> five thousand. But it's yeah. just my wife. That's what, so whenever I start something with. Full disclosure, full disclosure. You know it's going to be a, a rambling story, and Micah just sits back and drinks his drink and just lets me go. <laughs> oh, I, I do have a question for you, for your Airbnb. Yeah. That's really cool how you looked us up. That, that we, that's what we're looking to hear, and that's very inspiring. You listen to us. My question to you is, since you've been doing Airbnb a little bit, what are your personal pros and cons of it? Uh. I like the money. That's really nice. Uh, I, yeah, really, I like the money. Uh, and they pay you that first night. So, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as they, they say one day, boom, that money shows up. Uh, and it, they, I get an email from them saying the money's on the way. And, like, the next morning, it's that's in right. my bank account. Yeah, yeah it, it's really, that's really nice. Uh, Qu- quick question. I, quick question. I kind of want to interrupt you because I, no I do have a question no about that. Where, sure. like, what bank do you use? Uh, my bank is uh, North Carolina Triad. Is the the, the, the uh, region that we're in? Called, it's called the Piedmont Triad. The bank is called True Lion. Okay. They used to be uh, like AT and T uh, Credit Union. You know, all over the country. And anyway, they consolidated and they became True Lion. And I think that's that's the same bank. But anyway, it's True Lion is the name of the the credit union, and okay. they are. They're not everywhere, but they're in they're in the triad. They're in our area. Okay, I, I wanted to know that because I've been hearing people talk about different payout methods being faster. And your your bank sounds like it's just like mine. So go ahead with your story. Sorry to cut you off. Just wanted to know. <laughs> um, what, what was 
that again? What was the question? I'm sorry. Okay, well, I asked how you found us, and then we started talking about yeah. me, which I, I love it when, when folks talk about me. <laughs> Why? Okay, here we go. Here we go. We got our first great review was from you, Jerome. Oh, yeah. And we, we were yeah. like, and I got a text from Micah, hey, did you see that review? Oh, and yeah. I was like, or you said something like, but that review, though. You said something like that, and I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, look it up. And, and, and I looked it up, the review, and I was like, it's glowing review for you know for for the show and it was like okay Stephen Michael all right whatever and then it goes but <laughs> mahogany she yeah. is our favorite and she's the best yeah. and she's the queen and all. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what are we chopped liver <laughs> it's the truth no, and, and, you, and you were like you were like eh, they're okay Stephen Michael they're okay no you you guys are you guys are are great but mahogany really mahogany and Lapita. Lupita and a lot to your show. She really, they really do. I mean, it, it's not just the feminine, the female angle, you know. It's mahogany. Uh, I mentioned her to you. I listened the first the first time when she was on. I was like, oh, that was great. And I was mentioning stuff to my wife, and she had said the thing about, um, what was it? Uh, you guys had Airstream, Airstream. Well, the Airstream thing, yeah, which was cool because you see, you you had said the thing about Airstream. How you wanted to get one and put it in the backyard or something like that, and yeah. then she was like, "What's an Airstreams like that?" <laughs> and then you said, "No, Airstream is one of those things." And she's, "Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about." And then you know you went on with what you were saying. But what what I was getting to was that uh, with mahogany, she is. She was talking about the some kind of place. You, Micah, you and her were getting a. Looking for a place in maybe San Antonio, and you were, she was saying a place at Bedbugs, and oh and yeah, just going yeah, on and on. <laughs> yeah, she was going, going. I mean, real in depth, and I was like, "Great, man! I hope they post it. I would love to see the place that she's talking about, which you guys <laughs> did. But that's all right. Good but idea. We'll do, it. we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah, if you guys would do stuff like that every time you mention a place, uh, if somebody else's Airbnb, whether it's good or bad. If you put that thing in the show notes, I would love to see that because I want to see visually what you're talking about. I mean, you describe it where I can almost see it, but it would be nice to be able to actually see the place and see, man, that place is a pit. You know, how are they making 100 bucks a night? How are they doing it? Oh, we we got a place that's 50 bucks a night that we'll post. It's coming real soon. It's a little rough, a little rough. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. um, Well, Wait a minute. The thing with mahogany is that when I mentioned it to my wife, my wife was like, "Go ahead, girl. She's just like me, <laughs> and she is. She's just like my wife. She's just like my wife. And my wife don't take no. Sh- she just is not like. She just cuts right to the chase. And she's like, when mahogany said something like, uh, now that we're cursing on the show.'" I'm going to light a fire under your ass or something like that, she said. <laughs> my wife is like that. You know, she's just like straight to the point. And, and my, it, it's so funny. My uh, kids, who are, are adults, you know, they're grown and out of the house, uh, grandchildren now. My kids, when they were growing up, they would always say, uh, they say, our friends told us that uh, your dad's like Mr. Rogers, but your mom is like, I'll cut you. You know, that's how my wife is. Yeah, I'll cut you. My wife is like that. So she is, she is, she's wonderful uh, as long as you don't cross her. You know, she, you know, she's straight to the point and she's going to get it done. So that's mahogany. Uh, she yeah. is, yeah, she's, she's an inspiration. So anyway, I'm glad that you guys have her on the show. And 
Steve, your wife is Lupita? Lupita, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lupita, yeah. When she said that thing about the next level, about how she was uh, the cruise, Michael, you said the thing about the cruise ship, but then Lupita said something about how she was uh, looking in how to fold towels and oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and that to the Airbnb, and then she wanted to do the thing with uh, uh, putting a salon in your Airbnb, offering the services oh, uh, yeah. in your Airbnb. That's coming. See that, that kind of stuff right there. She, yeah, that's like next level stuff. Way just like that thing with Al Williamson. You guys have a talk with him. And he oh man, all of those things in there about how to get more income from the same property, how to get a, a, a regular $40,000 salary out of one property. And uh, we thought things about that, too. Like, we started offering, um, Mike, I think you mentioned you had the, the or no, that was uh, the people from Shampoo, Shampoo and Booze. They mentioned that they had the Google Mesh network, uh, and in that, uh, they were, uh, the mesh was all over the house. And mm-hmm. Al Williamson had mentioned a while back about uh, uh, offering Wi-Fi to your clients. So I offered it uh, to the clients that we have now. The, the Airbnb has the Wi-Fi. And then uh, I put one of the little uh, Google Mesh pods in apartment B. And then I took two that I had. I bought some more. And I put them upstairs in apartment C. And, man, that entire house is covered. Uh, they pay $30 each a month. They pay Spectrum, uh, Time Warner. Uh, wow. They're paying them 70 bucks a month for Wi-Fi each. Now they pay me 30 bucks each, and that pays for the Wi-Fi that's in the Airbnb. That's beautiful. So, nice. yes, so it covers that all of my costs entirely for that part right there. And we're thinking about, hey, how did that thing turn out with the set TV? Did you guys uh, work with that? I, you I, mentioned that, right? I use I'm set TV at my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works. Okay. I, I love it. I love it. Um, I don't have it at my um, Airbnb yet, but Micah's about to get it at his house too. Yeah, because I need to test run it because I'm about to put it in all my Airbnbs if it works. I'll get rid of cable. Do, we, do you get like all the NBA games? You get the NBA package, NFL package. You get all the packages. Man. Okay, yeah, Hockey I'm, I'm going to do that because um, that is a good question and That's all the pay-per-views too and for 20 bucks a month 20 bucks a month yeah oh yeah I'm going for that yeah I'd have good internet though oh, I've got good internet yeah I've got okay. that so yeah and, and that's my my problem is that I, I went I on the lark because you guys have mentioned it and I it's like I just did a $20 thing just one time just to see how it would be and it's it just at least at my house and I've got uh, 200 megabytes uh, per second internet yeah, and it just sucks it's always buffering. And, Which one was that? Uh, that's the set TV. Oh, you tried it? Yeah, I put it on my on my uh, fire. Uh, we got a, a fire stick, but then we have that the fire box or something. But it's it's the same thing from Amazon. But it came out before. It's did, uh, bigger. Did, it's like a box. Did you try um, direct uh, hooking it directly with the Ethernet? No, we. That's I didn't do that. Oh, okay. that's, that's how I got mine. I got mine hooked in like that. Okay. You got to go hardwire. Okay. Now, my next question to you is, for both of you, really is, is it user friendly? Because I use Cody, and I know it ain't user friendly for people that don't really know technology. It's it's not as user friendly as, um, like, let's say Sling or something like that. Okay, it's not. Right. Uh, but it's I mean, fine. it takes some figuring out. That's why I'm hesitant yeah, to put it for my Airbnb. Never mind. Yeah, I wouldn't do that then. Because is yeah. it is it kind of Cody ish? 
A little Cody-ish, yeah. Okay, yeah. They, it, yeah. They, it, yeah. It'd be tough for them to figure that out. Never mind. Yeah. but I, that, that was my biggest yeah. thing. But I see, I use a Roku. I just leave a Roku over there, right? Uh-huh. And I have on my, my Netflix, I added it to where I can do four devices at a time. So, oh, you like, give them your Netflix account? Yeah, and I just let them use the Netflix there. Oh, heck no, man. <laughs> you log into your own Netflix account. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay, I, I what's it? Now that's what I do. I do the same thing Steve does. Why do you say no, Michael? With the Netflix account, I mean, how do they don't have access to do anything? Uh, you know no, I mean? they but, can't like steal your identity or anything. Because you have four mm-hmm. four devices on there. Uh, I have like three people upstairs, then two TVs going downstairs, so people get kicked off. Oh, so, I see. And, and you'll also oh. notice if you most people have their own Netflix account. Like even yeah, in my timeshares, people ask me, "Hey, can I bring my own Fire Stick?" I'm, I don't care, and they take it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Most people have their own account. Well, see, I, okay. I have Sling TV also, and so I leave. You know, I, they can use Sling TV over there, and mm-hmm. I can use that on three devices. It comes with three devices, so we use. Do it you at use here, Netflix at the house? And we use Netflix here. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, so it, would it, it works you, out good. Yeah. It works out good for me because I just have the one the one property that's Airbnb. In yeah. Right now. See that? Yeah. See me? I have too many. And, and also, like what I was doing at my condo, I was doing that at my condo, but then I turned it off of my condo because. You start getting people adding favorite shows, and I'm like, "Oh no, man, can't be!" Yeah, like this lady, she just kind of scared me. She had all these uh, weird shows. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't really want to watch what you're watching." So yeah, it was, weird, weird, like why? Like um, the the uh, what are the the ladies who go to prison for killing up their husbands and stuff, hacking them Orange to pieces? Is the new oh, black. Huh? Orange is the new black? No, 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 no. Oh, this this okay. ain't this is reality. Snap. This ain't yeah, this snap. is reality. You talking about man. snap? Yeah, yeah, that show, man. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it sounds like she's going yeah. through it with some men. <laughs> yeah, I might have to do a better job of screening my exactly. tenants. Exactly, <laughs> it's the net, it's the Netflix screening process. Yeah, you know? man. Let them use Netflix, and you'll know who you have in your house. Yeah, I was gonna ask too. Um, what's like the most? I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, talking about us again. I'm sorry. So you're gonna, you're gonna hear a lot of us. Oh. <laughs> actually um like you, most useful thing you've got from our show um let me see i like the okay we talked about the set tv thing i, I got a list of stuff so let me bring it up so a I list. Can, I yeah i made out a made out a list of stuff not exactly that but um all the stories is particularly what i like the thing with uh let me see. I, it, it is the stories. That's what it is. That's stories. what I really like. I like the stories. Yeah, I do. I like the stories when you're talking about how you set things up, how uh, things work out with things with stories about your guests, stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, what you guys did to acquire the stuff. I like that. How you put it together, design stuff, that mahogany one, that mm-hmm. stuff there and see that you did. Did mahogany help you with that, Steve? Uh, design the, the house. place. Has she what? Yeah, the, yeah. She did gave me some. You? She gave me some pointers. She did a walkthrough before we started it, and like the next day, okay. I went out and bought curtains. I mean, that was my big. I, she laughed at me too. She's like, "You haven't done anything to the house, but you went out and bought a whole bunch of curtains." <laughs> That's all I could oh. think of putting into practice. Buying. I've never bought curtains a day in my a day of my life. I never bought a curtain. My like, I get it from my mom or whoever gives me something to put on the windows. I used to work midnight yeah. shifts, so I put aluminum foil on my windows. <laughs> Oh man, Sorry. I was hollering when you said that. When you told that story, oh, oh my! But you, but you needed it because it's, yeah, the mahogany was like, look, blackout curtains. Okay, blackout curtains. That's what you use. 
I said, well, before you needed that, because I used to work night shift. I used to work in 11.30 at night to like 8 in the morning yeah. uh, when I first started back in the 90s. And I was exhausted. You, know, you had to do everything on plug the phone, make it pitch black in there, because you know, in reality, it's daytime outside. Yeah. And everybody's running around doing their thing. You just had to make it really, really dark. Oh, my room was dark. Yeah, I put towels under the under the doors, too, to make sure not one shred of light gets in. Oh, man, that's next level stuff right there. <laughs> I never even thought about that. Never thought about that. People you know what? Me. Yeah. So you also said that you like our wives on. It's funny that you said that every person yeah. that listens, we might have to get our wives on more. Every person that listens to this show <laughs> says, I love when your wives are on. So we may have to start doing them every other show because I mean can't go I, to the well too much, man. I was in the um, <laughs> I was I was on a, on a podcast on Tuesday, and that's the first thing he said. I love when your wives are on. Yeah. I'm like, uh, we have to maybe have to look into implementing them more in the show, Mr. Bland. You know, if I was him, first the first thing I would do. His name is Bland, right? No, no, Will Will Bland. Will Bland. Yeah. But I was I'd call it the the Bland podcast. I think that's cool. I you you know it it sounds you know he called it the the what is this podcast B- called? B- I know it's BBI, B-B-I but B-B-I. it was something it has, Bland. Yeah, that sounds weird. But yeah. if he just called it the Bland podcast, and people were like the Bland podcast, I I'd, I'd check it out just to see what the heck it was. That does, okay, his it's name catchy. Is Bland, you know? Yeah, it's catchy. The Bland yeah. podcast. Yeah, but it's hard to. Well, I guess we. Well, I guess you could have a description because most people when they hear "Live, Let, Thrive." They think we're like selling vitamins or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But do you, do you, so you, I, I guess you've heard it explained on the show before what the live, let, thrive means or when I came up with it. Yeah. Right, right. The let is, did you say it was like old English or something for, for uh, lease? For renting, yeah. Is it's like in, in England yeah, they renting, say yeah. room to let. They put that a sign out there front of the front of their door back in the old days. Room to let, yeah. that means they have a room to rent, you know, out of their house. Right. It was only one person that ever caught on. It was Jabron. Jabron. He goes, live, let, thrive. He's like, oh, you live, you sublet a room and thrive. I was right. like, oh, he's the only one that caught it. Because <laughs> yeah, I was confused on it when he said it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the thing with the, with your, well, you guys are great. You are. But really, truly, your wives take it to a, a, a higher level. Because, <laughs> number one, there's, there's, there's three or sometimes four of you on there talking uh it and and you know we your voices are distinct so we know who who it is well people's voice is definitely different from the oh. eye voice so <laughs> that's easy you know i mean we, you, you know she repeat is foreign right yeah she's from she mexico from? yeah, yeah. mexico there you go there you go yeah so her you, you know that it's her talking so and you guys your voices are different so you don't it's, it's easy you know you don't confuse who said what so, you know, if they really do take your podcast to another level, and they don't need to be on every week or anything, because I know they're working and they're doing what they're doing, and you guys, you're handling the show. You're knocking it out the park every episode. Oh, but man. We appreciate these, that. These Definitely. women are, you truly, truly, you are. I mean, every episode gets better and better. So you guys are doing it. You're just Until truly, this you're episode, great Jerome, you're not really bringing it. Sorry. You know, look, <laughs> I'm, look I told you. I got one Airbnb and a one-bedroom apartment, and I just started. Whatever I can do, if you think I have something to say, <laughs> just put Dude, me on. But it's and good that you, like, yeah, it's good that you came on because you give other people confidence. A lot of people are scared to do it. You know, you give other people that confidence. 
Um, one question I did have for you, because you said you haven't been doing it in a long time. Have you had a crazy guest yet? Um, we had a, a, a guest that stayed. Um, the guy was from the UK, and his, his girl, well, he was actually, no, the guy was from Philly. He was from Philly. Uh, and he was a, like a doctoral student that was going to a, like Cambridge or something, some school over in the UK. Uh, him and his girlfriend came back to the United States and they, he had like a, uh, uh, internship or something like that at, at one of the local schools, Wake Forest University had an internship there just for the summer. Uh, so he came, he came for that and, when they left, and they were they were great, you know, real communicative, and and never had any problem. And none of my tenants ever said anything, long term tenants ever said anything, you know, bad or anything about. But when they left, and we went into the apartment to clean it because they had been there for thirty days, uh, they were like bohemians or something, uh, or luddites. They had unplugged everything. Oh. They unplugged the Wi-Fi. This is before we were. Um, doing the Wi-Fi in the other apartments. They unplugged the Wi-Fi. They had unplugged, uh, we have Alexa, uh, Amazon. We have that in there. Uh, they unplugged the TV. They unplugged, we had like these uh, uh, scented air fresheners that you plug in the wall. We had those, they unplugged those. Uh, man, they unplugged everything in the house. It's not like they didn't use computers and stuff because they, they, they did, but they would, I asked them what was going on when I got in the apartment, everything was unplugged. Uh, they didn't even use, uh, they used, I don't even think they used the Dawn dishwashing detergent because when we went to open up the cupboards and look at everything, all the glasses were greasy and uh, we just couldn't tell it was really dirty and we just couldn't figure out what was going on and my wife was like, they just rinsed everything out. They didn't. They they didn't. Well, they didn't use any soap or anything. We don't. We couldn't oh. figure out what was going on there. <laughs> yeah. So they so they were there for thirty days, and uh, they left for like a. They they were there for thirty days, and then they left for like a week, and they wanted to come back for another week because like his visa or something didn't come through for him to go back to England. So uh, we let them come back, but when they came back this time. I had unplugged everything correctly. Uh, I had unplugged everything that they unplugged before, but put everything away so they wouldn't have to worry about it being in their way. And that second visit, when they were there for only a week, they did a much better job. The place was, was pretty clean. Plus, they were only there a week, but the place was much cleaner than it was when they left out. That first time, uh, my cleaning lady, who is a uh, saintly woman, uh, was practically cursing. I mean, she was, I can't believe it. I can't believe this place. And she's, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Jerome, I can't believe it. Look at what they did. And, and she just went on and on and on. We had to throw some towels away. Uh, uh, some of the linen we had to throw away. We couldn't even wash it. We just tossed it. Wow. Uh, anyway, it was, it was not a, a, I don't know, I, not to say anything about people in England. I don't know how they roll over there. <laughs> but over here, we do things differently. So the so, so the tenants uh, and neighbors they know you're that you Airbnb that unit. Yeah, yeah. And I, you've got uh, no complaints so far. No complaints, no complaints. Because uh, I think the, the I think the beauty about the triplex is that uh, 
people are pretty much always in there. You know, somebody's always on. We had a guy that worked at night and a girl worked at daytime, and there's, so there's always a long-term person pretty much always in the house. So those Airbnb people, they, number one, they're normally pretty well-behaved anyway. I think Airbnb, for the most part, I know, Steve, you had a run-in uh, uh, last week or so. with yeah. place getting trashed or something, yeah, last episode. Yeah. But for the most part, Airbnb brings out the best in people. You know, they'll, uh, they'll uh, uh, do everything basically that you tell them to do. I tell them to take the towels and put them in the, when you guys are finished, take the towels, put them in the tub. Uh, take the trash out when you leave. Nine times out of ten, every single client, virtually nine times out of ten, ninety percent have done exactly what I asked them to do. They're really, really good at that. So, so, so do you uh, leave them a list? What? What in the, in the uh, house manual uh-huh. that I make up? Right, uh, it, it's in there. And then also, uh, Mike, you had mentioned that of Aviva IQ. Uh huh. Do you remember that the Jasper was talking about? I've uh, used that, and matter of fact, I wanted to ask you what the you, you mentioned that they suck or, or something. <laughs> but 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 before you tell me that, what happened was in the Viva IQ, it you know it sends those automated uh, text messages out to say, hey, you know, uh, thanks for booking with us. And then the next text message is like right before they get there, hey, you know, your uh, appointment is tomorrow. You guys arrive, and this is what we expect. And I have all this stuff in there about your files here and. This is how the TV works, and here's your code to get in, and all that stuff is in there. And then when they're ready to leave, another message comes, like the day before they leave, so the night before they leave, I have a program, and it pops up, and it says, hey, this is what I want you to do before you leave. You know, your checkout is coming up, and uh, we appreciate you staying with us. Please take your towels, put them in the tub. Uh, please take the trash out before you leave. Don't leave anything. Uh, whatever you came with, that's what we want you to leave with. So, yes, now, that I, now I just heard a, a buzz. But anyway, that's what they, that's what we tell them to do. And 90% of them are really, really good. Some people go overboard. They strip the bed and uh, uh, they just, by the time we get there, uh, the dishwasher is on. Uh, they have swept up. They have taken the trash not only out, but then took the trash can to the uh, curb. Uh, oh, nice. They're, they're, yeah, they're just, they're just, I, I think they're being the for the most part, brings out the best in people. Uh, you include alcohol and stuff, maybe sometimes things get, get kind of bad. But besides that, people are pretty good. Aviva IQ, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it. Yeah, I've actually been using it lately. Um, the only reason it's tough for me because I have so many listings, so like when I duplicate a listing, yeah. it ain't popping up on that next listing. So that, that was my biggest problem with it. But you you said something earlier that I wanted to ask you about, and this is actually on my mm-hmm. mind. Um, you said you had a long a person long term rent your Airbnb, um, and you they booked through Airbnb, right? Right, they booked through Airbnb. They booked it for like thirty days. For two, two, all right, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I was, what I, I'm actually gonna stop doing that. Like that's why I turned off Instant Book. Because um, I, I no longer allow people to book more than 30 days through Airbnb, and here's why. I've noticed this. with I let my last person book through Airbnb and stay long-term. It There's more chance of them to leave a bad review because there's more time for stuff to go wrong. So I noticed, I noticed what I do is I'll just have them, I'll put them on a regular standard lease. Because, yeah, that's when you, you were talking about that okay. long-term tenant. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was one thing I forgot to tell people. Do you, 
be careful letting people book long-term through Airbnb because that is a bigger chance they'll leave a bad review. Uh, that's interesting because I'll do the first guy stayed, like I said, he stayed like 30 days, and then he, but then, you know, then there was a break, and then he came back for like another, I don't know, seven days or something, uh, five mm-hmm. days he stayed. But I know, I think, I think in North Carolina, too, that thing is if you stay over 30 days, they continue consider you long-term. Uh-huh. And then that's when you get into trouble. If you end up with somebody who is unscrupulous and they'll do things like try to squat at your spot, and and you always hear that stuff popping up now with Airbnb, uh, with bad people, you know, just trying to take advantage. Yeah. Oh, you know, I had a lady. Uh, not long after we had started, she uh, said she was coming in. She was a nursing. Uh, oncology doctor or student or something like that and she was coming in and she wanted the book for uh, I don't know it might have been it might have been two months it might have been two months she was going to stay for so cool and this is before I knew the thing that you and I just talked about about the squatting and all that I was like cool and she had booked it way in advance so I mean months so when the time came for her to come it was like a week or two before she was scheduled to come she uh, I was at work, and she texts me, and she says, Jerome, uh, I need to cancel my reservation. She said, uh, my school told me uh, they're not rotating anybody's way for us anymore to the hospital, so you know, I need to cancel, and I'm sorry, can you help me cancel? So, you know, at first I was like, hey, you know, I understand this thing's happened. Don't worry about it. You know, uh, just go ahead and click that cancel button, and, you know, we'll be done. It was nice doing business with you, and I hope that you come back. Anyway, about an hour later, she texts me and she says, uh, on through the app, and she says, Jerome, it won't let me cancel. It's saying if I cancel, I, I have to, I lose the first month of payment. And then you get to, and, and then you can basically, Jerome gets to keep that money, and I get the rest back. And she says, I get the rest back. So I'm like, you know, well, let me look into it. And then when I start to read the Airbnb uh, uh, regulations or whatever rules, it does say that if you book, if you book like that and you decide to cancel uh, within like I don't, I don't know what it, what it is, it's like thirty days or fifteen days beforehand. And this girl had twenty-one days. If you cancel twenty-one days beforehand or less, you lose that first month, but then the rest of the months you get back. So this lady owed me. It was like nineteen hundred dollars for something. Is what it finally ended up being after everything was said and done. So I. When then the things changed because you know, I talked to Airbnb and they were like, yeah, that's how it is. So I get in touch with the lady and her and I from like 11 o'clock in the morning until about 11 o'clock at night are going back and forth, back and forth. And I'm explaining to her that, look, I uh, uh, took my place off the market for two months. And during that time, I promised you I would hold this place for you and you promised me you would pay me. Mm-hmm. Now you're telling me at the last minute that literally the last minute, to me it's the last minute. You know, uh, Airbnb said 21 days, but this is like, you know, set two weeks out. Literally you're telling me at the last minute that now you want to cancel. Now all these people that were coming in for homecomings and football games and, and soccer or whatever's going on, all these people that were looking, they look by my property because they see it's not available. 
So we go back and forth, and she says, well, I'm going to get in touch with Airbnb. And at this point, I kind of get scared because I think, okay, I have read what Airbnb said, but now I want to see what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. That, that case manager comes back to me, and he, he uh, it pops up in the app, and it says, hey, Jerome, I'm your case manager. We, uh, this lady got in touch with us, and she wants to, um, she wants to cancel, and, and I see what she's saying, but our regulations are pretty clear, and you've explained it to her really well because, of course, you know, they can see uh, all the text messages that we sent back and forth because if you're going to communicate with a client, always do it in the app. Mm-hmm. Never do it on, yeah, never do it Preach. in, you know, in the <laughs> messages, yeah, I message. Never do it that way because if anything goes wrong, you're going to be able to show Airbnb everything that you said and everything that they said so that this stuff will come back to you. And if you've done it right and you were honest and fair, the things should work out for you. So Airbnb, I, I told the lady, like it, it might have been maybe $1,500, maybe not 19 it was maybe $1,500. I told her I would give her back 25%. And she's like, you need to give me back almost all the money. It's my money, and, and I'm not even oh. staying there. And now Airbnb told me that you can, uh, they, not only do you get Romy to keep Rome's my money, money, but then you can still, <laughs> yeah, right, right. And she says, not nah, never. Well, she's telling me this. She's telling me it's her money. You know, that's what I'm saying. She's saying it. She says, <laughs> this is my money, and and uh, I went back, and Airbnb told me that uh, not only do you, does Jerome get to keep her money, but then Jerome also gets to rent his apartment out during the days that she would have stayed. So that's what she, so that's what she said. Price so I business. go back through the whole thing. And yeah, it's a surprise store business. And <laughs> what finally ended up happening was with the case manager, he comes back and he says, uh, we will support you in anything that you do. If you want to keep all the money, you can keep all the money. If you want to give her back half, you can. Uh, I have made an offer of $400 for her. And uh, we ended up... Uh, I, uh, I, while she's ranting, doing this rant, the message rolls up on the iPhone screen from Airbnb basically saying, you can do whatever you want to do. That's what they said. Whatever you do, we're going to support you. Anyway, I go back to her and I say, look, this is how it is. Either you're going to take, I think it was something like 500 either you're, no, it was like 700 I said, I'll give you, I said, what do you think would be fair? She says, out of the 1500 she wanted $1,400 back. Hey. I told her, yeah, I told her something along the lines I would give her, it was like 30%, whatever it came out to, it was like 600 and something dollars. I told her, I said, I'll give you $600 now, and you take that, and what's going to happen is I'm going to ask, if you say no, you don't want it, I'm going to go, you want to mediate, I'm going to go to Airbnb, and I'm going to assist them that they obey, follow their rules. And their rules say that all the money is mine. So you can either take the 600 or nothing. And she comes back and she says one word. She says, fine. That's all she says. And then I text back I text back to her, done. And that's it. Oh. And it ended up yeah, it ended up being uh, one thousand fifty three dollars, uh, showed up on my bank account uh, a couple of days after she was supposed to stay. And then I was able to rent that place out uh, three or four times that month. And we ended up bringing in, I don't know what it was, but uh, it might have been another, it might have been another thousand that we bought in after you, you know, count for the cleaning fees and everything. Maybe another thousand, maybe another twelve hundred. Okay. But it, it, yeah, I didn't feel like I was 
ripping this lady off because you know, and because we did get paid for for no work. So I got I, I that was seemed kind of bad, but you know, look, this lady had my spot locked up for months yeah. without yeah for months without anybody being able to book it. So I was lucky to get the bookings that I that I got. So it's a cost of doing business, like you said. It's cost, yeah, exactly. That's crazy, man. Um, before we dive into what everybody wants to hear about uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, oh wow! <laughs> okay, let's give give us some Jerome tips or some some <laughs> Jerome hacks. You know what I'm saying? To uh, things that you do that you might you know, people might be able to use. You know, to improve their Airbnbs. Okay, and I've got I've got questions for you guys about that too later too. Uh, the one thing we do is uh, this area, the Piedmont Triad, the uh, Winston-Salem area, was settled by Moravians back in the 15, 1600s or something. Uh, anyway, they have all these little danishes and little cookies and all that kind of stuff, like real local fare. You know, like, like how Philly has soft pretzels and cheesesteaks. These people down here have that. So uh, before we get a tenant in, a, a Airbnb client in, we uh, gather up some of that stuff, go to the stores, and we buy all that authentic stuff, and we put it in the basket. We uh, type out a little letter, a little note, and it says, um, uh, uh, Dear Mike and Steve, we hope that your stay at the Watson Avenue Airbnb will be pleasant and enjoyable, or, oh, or nice. enjoyable and memorable. And sincerely, Jerome and Antoinette. And we put that in the basket. Uh, and we leave it on the table for them to see in the kitchen. We leave it on the table in the kitchen for them to see. Now, they, everybody raves about that. They, uh, uh, in the, what else did we do? When they walk into the house, we have the Alexa is playing, uh, whatever it is. It's sometimes it's like the Frank Sinatra station. Or sometimes it's like Nora Jones. It's something kind of can be kind of smooth and soothing. So when they walk in, they hear that music, and, and I don't even have to be there because with the Alexa, you know, you can uh, bring up the app and talk to it. You know, if I'm at work, and I can say, "Hey, uh, Alexa, uh, play the Frank Sinatra station on the Alexa docks." And we have two of them that are connected in the house in that apartment, and it'll pop up and it'll start playing. So even though I'm at work, you know, and this thing is going on at the house, I can even ask it uh, if I'm still at work. And I'll say, hey, Alexa, Alexa, what's playing on the Echo Dots? And she'll say, uh, New York, New York, by New York, New York, by Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll say that's playing on the Echo Dots. And that's really neat. Almost everybody that goes in there raves about that because that's they awesome. say, you know, that house smells really, really nice. And then they say, you know, whatever soothing Nora Jones is playing, you know, when I walked in, and that was really nice, and uh, and the place smells nice. Uh, be meticulous about the cleaning. Our cleaning lady, Deborah. Shout out to Deborah. Deborah yeah. is yes, yeah, she dips. is absolutely <laughs> insane about. She's like OCD <laughs> or something, and she finds little things that dogs can't see. You know, she is fantastic at finding little pieces of hair or anything. Uh, she takes a lint roller uh, and goes over all the sheets, even though I don't see anything on there. By the time she finishes, she's found something. You know, that pops up a little piece of hair or something pops up. And a little piece of dust or something, she'll get that. 
Now, Mahogany mentioned on the show before, you probably heard, that Mm -hmm. she has a good eye for pubes. Yeah. 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 I love it. She's like, we're talking real calm and quiet, and then she'll throw like a bomb on us. We're like, God. It's because it is critical to the guest experience. If you want to try to, if you want to do your best to become a super host, or you want to do your best to get those five-star reviews, which are going to lead to that super host status, uh, which I haven't really seen any difference, yeah, in, in, in my bookies or anything yet, but it's only been since the beginning of this year, so we'll see. But, like, cleanliness is super, super important, and um, my wife and I have always been, uh, like, we're not going to put anybody in this place that we wouldn't put our, our grandbabies in. So this place is spotless. Uh, when you walk up in there, all we, whenever we read our reviews, or, or the people on the, as soon as they check in, you know, it shows up on the app. It says, you know, uh, they'll, they'll text us and say, hey, you know, we're in there. And on the Viva IQ, I ask them to let me know when they arrive. And nine times out of ten, they will let me know. I'll see them on the ring doorbell so that way I can know they are who they say they are. They look like their profile picture. So I know it's them. It's not like them making a booking for somebody else and then another person show up. So yeah. it is actually them. And they'll show up and they'll text and they'll say, Jerome, the place is, is fantastic. Like one lady, uh, we always ask them to tell us why they're coming to town. So if they do that, the lady's coming for her birthday or she's coming to do whatever, uh, we'll leave like a, a bottle of champagne in the refrigerator uh, for their anniversary or something like that. Nice. Uh, it costs us money, but, you know, this is going to result in a really good review and uh, repeat customers. That lady has come back to us. So we've had her as a repeat, and she says whenever she comes to Winston, she'll be back to see us. So, you know, we, hopefully we have her for a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, what else do we do? Uh, the cleanliness, I think, is, is the main thing. And, and strangely enough, the te- other tenants that are in the building, my long-term clients, uh, they're young people and, you know, in their 20s. And when they come, uh, when I always let them know uh, that we have... Uh, Airbnb people coming in and as soon as I get the text from Airbnb I let my wife know that hey we have people somebody bought I let my cleaning lady know and I let the tenants know and I let them know because you know they see strange people coming in and out what's up with that you know I want, they want to know I want them to be safe and feel calm that you know think, think that we're you know we're looking out for them because we are you know their safety is important to us but that's what we do and our place smells nice and it looks nice and the people come back to us and they always say the place looks just like it does in the picture. It's a beautiful house. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, man. I love the front porch. It's awesome. Thank you. It uh, really is. It, it is. Really. Um, yes, real, it is. Real quick, uh, I'm going to touch on, because you're from Philly, right? Of course. Yes, I Philly fan. Mm-hmm. What's the best cheese steak? I went to a place called Steve's Prince of Steaks, and it was badass. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but that's the, first, that's the only one I had, so compared you to what it, we it, have it, here, it was great. But yeah, I haven't I been mean, to the Pats or Geno's or anything, you know. Waste of time. It's just tourist trap. <laughs> That's what That's I hear. That's why they told me. I yeah. got off the plane as they said, no, go to Steve's Prince of Steaks. Those are tourist traps. So I went there, and it was great. Steve's is all right. Steve's is, Steve's <laughs> is all right. And I've been there. I've been to Geno's. Now, do you remember me telling you, I used, to work at, I used to work at night, and when I would get off of work at some time, I would stop at Pats because they were like the only ones open. Pats and Geno's. They're right across the street from each other. Yeah. So they're always, you know, competing and all that. Um, 
Pat's is probably better than Gino's, but you got to be really hungry to eat at Pat's and Gino's. And I was wow. like starving, so yeah, I went there. Yeah, Jim's, Jim's steaks is really good. And they they're kind of a small chain. Oh, I've heard of Jim's. Yeah, yeah. But Jim's, yeah, they're they're really good. And then almost any small uh, small deli in Philly is going to make you a really a really good authentic cheesesteak. Um, there's a place in South Philly called Gooey Louis. Man, that cheesesteak is as big as your arm, your forearm. It is absolutely huge. It's tons and tons of meat in there. Uh, uh, Gooey Louis is what it's called. It's on like Fifth and Moy Mensing, which I know you guys don't know that, but Fifth and Moy Mensing, and that stuff is awesome. They have, to me personally, they have like the best cheesesteak. But now, any local neighborhood place is going to have a really good cheesesteak. Now, do you get it. Cheese Whiz on it, or do you get Provolone? Sacrilege! <laughs> No, it, no, you got to use provolone or or just American cheese, but that cheese whiz stuff, that's for I personally think it's amateurs, amateuristic. I don't like it. You're gonna do provolone, get a real cheese, get a man's cheesesteak. It's it, just it, it, it's that cheese whiz thing is not for me. Hey Micah? Yeah, go ahead. How are things going with your parents? Did they ever um you were trying to get them to do the Airbnb but I think you were saying your dad was like, I, we could get an axe murderer in here. He could slit our throats. Or, do you remember that a while back? You had mentioned that. Which... And you're trying to get them to stop wiping, taking care of babies, and, and do the Airbnb? I don't know. I'm trying to think of which one. Oh, that was, my, that was my dad. Yeah, yeah. that might have been you. <laughs> well, that, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, my dad's stepmom. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, they still All don't right. want to do it. They still, they still have the same fears, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. You, you doing it, Steve? Uh, I, wow. Do what? Even with you doing it, even with, even with you me and, doing and Lupita, it. yeah. Oh wow! And they see it, and they but they just um, I don't know. I see they they babysit, but they babysit the like um the family's kids. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like okay. The, yeah, okay. so they yeah they were doing a full fledged daycare with the you know friends, kids, and stuff like that. And I said, man, you can make <laughs> you can make a lot more money just Airbnb in the the seventy five percent of the house you don't use. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of you know changing right. diapers, you know what I'm saying, but you know you, you can lead a horse to water, right? That's right. That's right. There you go. Uh, I want to tell you guys that you have really helped me and my wife along with what it is that we're doing. Uh, every oh. time I get a chance to listen to you is is a pleasure. Oh, thanks so much. That's cool, man. man. We're happy we could put out a product that a uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan would like. You know. <laughs> We're very discriminating as Eagle fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. That's right. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate this. Well, I hope your buddies show, get a kick out of your, you being on the on our podcast. And, um, yes, thanks Rome for spreading Rome the word. Rome live, let <laughs> thrive. Rome <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. And, and our best to your, me and my wife, and our best to your families and uh, your wives, who I hope would be on so we could, uh, you know, basically just say hello to them but please convey our wish our best wishes to them today will do man thanks okay. a lot thank all you right, guys man. take care all uh-huh. right bye-bye bye-bye that was a good good episode it was a long episode i think we might have to chop it in two <laughs> yeah that I think was we uh, did chop it in two yeah, yeah we, we got to chop it in two that was a <laughs> My man, uh, Romy Rome. Romy Rome in the house. That, those are the good. Those are the good interviews because he can just. You give him one thing, he'll go all the way in on it, man. He'll hit it from every angle.
Oh, yeah. So. Like I said, it made our job easier today. Yes. Say one easy. question and we just lay back in the cut. Yeah, I already made 100 questions for the next guest, whoever that will be. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, that was a good show, man. His story is really interesting. You know? Yes, sir. Like you can, and That also shows you can get started in real estate whatever age you want, man. Yeah. You, can, you know? Everybody saying, oh, it's too late for that or this, you know, the excuses. Yeah. But, man, there's no excuses. Dude. Yeah, no excuses. Do it. Have fun with it. Make some money. I mean, why not? You know, you only yeah. live once. YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> and by the way, oh, yeah, um, subscribe. Rate us on iTunes. Send us an email at liveletthrive at gmail.com. Call us, 469-300-9100. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like our Facebook fan page. We do have a fan page, Live Let yeah, Thrive fan yeah. page. And we now have a Twitter. We tweeting, baby. We tweeting. Tweet, tweet. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, Live Let Thrive. Also, we have a we're on Stitcher. If yeah, people, yeah. The and, my Android buddies out there, you know, mm-hmm. hit up yeah. Stitcher. Put us, you know, put us on blast on Stitcher. Oh yeah, sorry we haven't been showing the Android people no love. <laughs> I know? looked at the I looked at our uh, stats the other day, and I was like, man, it was almost like ninety percent of our people are coming from iPhone. Oh, and it's like hey. I was like, man, we need to get the other Android. side. There's a lot of more more people use Android than iPhone. That's so. true. Hey, sorry, Android. We, we're showing you some love after the 40th episode. We got <laughs> some love for 40. you. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, you'll find us out there. Live, let thrive, and we'll, we'll pop up, man. Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. hit us up on Stitcher too. Let me add that to my note. Oh yeah, well, it'll be on there. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. I think we might have chopped it up to two. Who knows? But, um, yeah, we'll be back next week with another exciting episode of Live That Thrive. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Let Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.